They're guys. They do magic. magic. They are the magic guys. Hey, look at that. I might have like prematurely played the intro there, but uh, either way, it still happened. And we're live. And we're Old here. school intro. That was smooth. Magic, you did a good job. Magic guys. The magic guys. Back at it again with a fresh new uh, guest. Fresh but those, new. we don't have Josh, our technical stage manager, uh, no, no office dirty, guy, the, the really only guys sane, today. <laughs> the only sane person in this puzzle is not here tonight. So no, di- no dirty corporate guys today. Just mm-hmm. streets. It's a busker special, alone. folks. That's right. We have a special guest for you today. Um, he doesn't talk a lot, but his name is Jimmy. He talks a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, introduce yeah. Bam! What's up? <laughs> so this, I feel like a big deal now. <laughs> yeah. We have Jimmy talks a lot on the internet. Got a fancy, uh, you got a fancy intro and everything there, Jim. Yeah, well, I put a clean shirt on. This better be good. <laughs> it's, only as, it's only as good as the guest, man. <laughs> what are you wearing? Jimmy, a lot pants, of our viewers. That's what I want to know. Are you wearing pants? What? Are you wearing pants? Pants? Yes, I'm wearing pants. Ah. That's a shame. You, you know what I always feel yeah. like? <laughs> what, what, my When I put on a sock, I feel like I'm going to work. If if it's important enough that I have to put socks on, that's where I feel like it's yeah. good time. So I a lot of people might not know who, who Jimmy Talks A Lot is. So, Jim, do you mind uh, giving some credentials to the viewers? Yeah, who know are who you? you are, what is that you do? Oh, uh, yeah, I got... Uh, I'm a sidewalk performer, so I, I travel up and down sidewalks all over the world working for whatever people think that they should pay me. And uh, I do uh, mostly sleight of hand. Uh, I don't really use too many gimmicks, hardly ever at all. Uh, only Not because I'm, I'm, I'm some sort of stylistic elitist about it or some kind of conceit. It's not that. It's that it's just easier to not have to try and track down a gimmick if you're in the middle of somewhere. You know what I mean? It's so, I mean, I like gimmicks, it's not, it's not the, but I don't, I don't use very many. And uh, uh, let's see. So, yeah. So, so, but mostly what I do is uh, I just try and play with people that walk by and, 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 and uh, get everybody to kind of have fun. And I tell jokes, I'm more of a comedy clown, uh, entertainer than i am a uh a magician i i think well i i well i do magic but jason this is we could leave now we could just go get beers and come back <laughs> in about 15 minutes. he'll be wrapping up and and that's a wrap we're good i don't know what you want me to say <laughs> well, well, how, long, how long have you been street performing for oh since i don't know uh well professionally not long only since uh 2002 or something uh professionally full-time uh, you were, a, you were a, a, a pitchman before that, working magic. Yeah, and, and a, I, I would, guy. a hell I would, of a salesman too. May I? Yeah, add. I would. I was. Yeah, I, used to, I had a magic shop, or I would work for for magic shops, or I was a vendor. I'd also go to. Uh, uh, I'd be a vendor at uh, like flea market. You worked with uh, David Walker. Yeah, yeah, and Warpo, himself, one of the Don Dryer, pitchmen yeah. of all time. Well, I never actually worked with Don. I knew Don. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but David Walker was a trip. That was a trip. Yeah. Sir David Walker to work with that guy. But like, but but so in two, in like early two thousand, was it 
Was it, uh, it was really the footage from the art of street performing that kind of. That turned me plus, around. Yeah. Plus, plus me doing this going, Jimmy, get over it and just go street perform. I kind of pushed you to do it. Yeah. Right. Well, what happened was, is my wife had left me mm-hmm. and, uh, I, so I'm I, laughing at the fact that your wife left you. I'm just, yeah. So like, oh, you are like though, the way to go, right. <laughs> seems like the way to go, lose your wife and then have fuck it. That's street. Well, I, that's what, yeah. I said, <laughs> well, I figured. I didn't have faith in street performing. I thought that it, it couldn't, it couldn't make, remember I told you I started professionally in 2000. I had been street performing since the eighties, but I never made more than 20 bucks at it. And I was a writer. I made more money selling my books than I did street performing. So, uh, so I didn't, uh, and I would go, I would just go out to the streets to practice a trick or something, but I didn't think there was, you could make a living at it. So when my wife left, I said, well, who cares? Uh, I, I couldn't go to the shop and work there anymore. I, I quit at uh, Magic Masters. I was working at Magic Masters at the time. I quit because I couldn't, I couldn't think straight. So uh, she had taken my children and, and vanished. I couldn't find her. So I just figured, well, I'll just go to Europe, uh, be a street performer, and I'll die, I'll die there. That's a sentence that was a big difference. I'll just go okay. to Europe. This is where, you know, and this is kind of the, the, the ball sack it takes to be a success and as a street performer. You throw it all on the line and you pack your bag and you go where the money is. And that's kind of what you did. Yeah. And you came back a better man for it. How long were you in Europe? You, you went to Europe and you were there for what? Was it a year? I don't know. I, I would stay there for long stints. Like I stayed in Spain for a year, lived in Barcelona for a year. And then. You're still doing the, street performing now? Huh? Are you still doing street performing now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to go today. Working, it was right? just so dead and so hot. It's like 100 degrees here. Yeah. Did you work this weekend? You said you had a fiesta thingamajig. How was that? I wanted to tell you that uh, this is huge uh, for me. Usually, the way I street perform for years and years and years, the way I street perform is uh, I would would do kind of what we call a hype show. Uh, Even though it's not a big circle show for 40 minutes, I don't do those big shows. I don't use a table or anything. I just stand there. And uh, for about 20 minutes, I do kind of a hype show and then had them, right? And, uh, but I'm getting old and I'm having health issues and I can't, and I don't use an amp. So, so it's, it's really takes a lot out of me uh, besides, besides, you know, not having. Let me tell you, let's pause there as well, because I don't know that a lot of people can appreciate this. Number one, just street performing in New Orleans, but to do it without an amplifier is basically unheard of in this city. Yeah, I was, uh. on I top a, of that, no table, and you, what are your props? It, most of the time, it's a coin, a stick, and a piece of rope. That, right? That's it. That's what I carry, mm-hmm. a, a stick, so, and a coin, and a piece really, of rope. Really? I have like a little, be- a little hacky scenic, sack. Huh? Frank Star Scenic pouch by the looks of it. <laughs> I'm sorry? You use a Frank Star Scenic pouch, right? Ambitious card. Frank used to sell Jimmy's design, oh, actually. Yeah. Well, I used yeah. to do, when I would do bigger stuff, when I would go out and do a lot of, uh, like, juggling juggling tricks, I would do magic tricks with juggling. And I would make the balls change to different colors or vanish or whatever. So, yeah, that's where I would use that bag. Or if I was doing manipulation, billiard manipulation or something. But I don't oh, wear a pouch anymore. And I don't, that pouch was cool. You de- you developed a design Frank sold, which gave right. you access to your pants pockets, which most pouches do not. So yeah, most get- pouches go over the pockets, so you can't access into your pockets. But this one was uh, was very large. It would go over, so you could basically uh, reach in. It wasn't made for cups and balls at a table. It was made for manipulating 
up here manipulating stuff, you know, or 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 bend, being able to bend over or go it's into not your a pocket. six oranges in a cantaloupe pouch. No, it wasn't for a, it wasn't a cups and balls pouch. It's a, it's a, it's a manipulator's, uh, you know. So you, in other words, design. if you want to if you want to steal something and make it uh, out of that pouch and make it appear uh, from a handkerchief for a scarf or foyard or something, or if you if you want to, uh, I don't know. It's it's for appearances and vanishes. I could I used to make big items, five inch balls disappear uh, because I had that pouch. That so, takes balls. Know, yeah. Hey, let's talk about this. You're in Europe traveling around. You entered a street performers competition there. And what you did? You win? No, you I got there? I got second place. Mm -hmm. Where was that? That was in Sankt Wendel, Saint Wendel, Saint Wendel. Wendel. Yeah, that. What he said. So, <laughs> yeah, Is I got a, second a second place. It's he, like a place. Can you be more vague? Where Where is Saint Wendel? Oh, it's in Germany. I said I got yeah. second place. I won second oh, oh. place. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who won? Who won it? Oh, that was uh, Ted. Uh, Somebody Ted, with an amp. Ted McCoy. Ted McCoy. <laughs> and I didn't believe. I thought they were messing. Gary Animal was messing with me the whole time I was there. And he goes, man, you won second place. And I said, stop messing with me. And he goes, you got to get on stage. And I said, I said, you're not going to make a fool out of me again. Because all day, all the whole festival, he played practical jokes on me and made me look like an idiot all week. So, so, uh, and I go, you're not going to do it again. He goes, no, no, this is not a joke. You got to get on stage. And, and so then they started calling me and I went up there. And so afterward I asked him, I said, well, what's the deal? I said, I wasn't as good as any of them. They were all better than me. I Every street performer that showed up was light years better than me. Uh, and I said, you guys don't feel sorry for me. And they said, no, it's not that at all. And I said, well, what is it? And they said, you're the only one that street performed. <laughs> Everybody else showed up with, uh, like some guys showed up with giant trucks to unload all their equipment. And they were doing big, like what would be at Circus Soleil or what would be at a, uh, uh, you know, like festival performers, not street performers, right? They said, you showed up with a little bag, no amp, and you could still get a crowd as big as a guy who had an amp with a whole circus backdrop and everything out. And you could still, you know, they said, so you're, and then you would work not on the circle pitch, but you would go work in alleys. Nobody was working in alleys and in doorways and stuff. And they said, so that's why you got second place. And they said, but the reason Ted McCoy, the reason he won, I said, stop right there. Because <laughs> I had seen Ted McCoy. And I don't know what, I mean, me and all the magicians would watch him show after show. We don't know what he was doing. I mean, you know, a couple of times we kind of saw maybe something, maybe. He, and the other thing is he'd do it in German. But we all understood what he was saying. Let, let me pause here and bring a comment onto this. Yeah. And I'm going to mention this because you did write about some of your stuff. And I point people yeah. to what is a blog. And it became this book to lure with spectacle. I, you sell the book in more of a handmade form. I don't know that these volumes it's, are available anymore. But you are a hand craftsman of materials. And this is how this book's offered. But, uh, yeah, I... I think this book has helped a lot of people. And when people ask me about street performing, that's where I send them before, whoops, before any, anywhere else. I think that you've produced a great volume of information. Well, well that was helpful. Well, that was, that wasn't me. That was, that was the masters. Uh, I just, I just wrote down what the masters told me and you're yeah, one right. of the masters. So there's, there's, you know, lots of uh, the chapters in the book. Yeah. Well, I just told you what the you masters me. told me. So <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, I got from Sonny. 
uh, Istvan out there. Istvan, the Hungarian, uh, uh, he's a he's a master. He's a genius, right? I, I wrote down whatever he told me. I, 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 you know, tons of they're all in the book. I listed who who told me what. So it wasn't really that book wasn't really my book. I have three other books that I did write my opinions. Uh, but, but, and, I, and my opinions are in the, the lure with spectacle. The beautiful thing about but, the volume is at first it was you just expressing your life's work yeah. through a blog. This was not a project designed to sell books. This was you writing about the art, the artist you meet. The blog is much deeper than the book. The book's cherry picked bits of information from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of things. So. That happened due to the publisher. The, yeah. uh, well, the that's, publisher, you know, that's business. Do you yeah, still the write publisher it? discovered me on the, on, well, him and a few other publishers had found me on the blog, uh, on the forums. And I, what I would do is I would post my blog article on the forum and then they would all discuss it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then I would try and explain what I meant if they misunderstood what I had said. Well, uh, these publishers, I guess they, this is good. If you're looking to write a book, you should hear me. Uh, you should, uh, they lurk, they lurk on forums. They lurk on places like Facebook and, and, and other places and they lurk there until they find a good writer. And, uh, they, a couple of them contacted me. I said, no, but then, uh, this guy from leaping lizards, uh, contacted me and he says, uh, and, and he said, well, just send me a, uh, just bundle it up or whatever. I said, cause they wanted me to write more. And I said, I really didn't have time. At that time, I really just wanted to street perform. I didn't want to sit around writing all the time. And, but I ended up, but I have written other books well before uh, this book uh, that don't even have anything to do with magic. I was a writer well before. Yeah. With I your did weirdo fanzine. Yeah. Fanzines or, 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 style. or short such stories or fiction or novels <laughs> and things like that. I wrote all kinds of stuff. So, uh, but I was really in love with magic and street performing, and I, I just didn't have time to do that anymore. I wanted to, I wanted yeah. to be, a, I wanted to go do magic, and I, I love uh, streets are the best. I think they're the best right. venue, in my opinion. But here's something interesting. You said a lot, a lot of like not using an amp and stuff. I, um, I'm the same in, in the regards that I don't think that using an amp is a good idea, especially when you start out. I think it's better to not use an amp because it's really, really hard. First of all, to travel with an amp. Yeah. Because of like the batteries yeah. and stuff. But on top of that, even when I do use an amp now, I use a lapel all the way down here. So I still have that organic yelling. You know what I mean? That that whole street yelling oh. vibe. So I wear like a lapel down here. I don't wear one of those like. Maybe, you know, like this. this is where we can learn about omnidirectional microphones, Jimmy. What yeah, Mr. Of- Jason, can I ask you about, tell me about that? Because I'm, I'm going to an amp now. I've gone to a table and I'm going to an amp because I want to do sidewalk. Very close up, you know. Uh, but I want to have the amp to attract, but I don't like the head. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like those either. Yeah, so, because so I, I how, like when it how comes do you to get it to hear you. How do you, Mr. Jason, so, how do you get it to hear so, you? So, um, you guys fill the silence and I'll go grab it. I'll show you. Okay, so you're probably got to spend about $800 now that you asked this question. <laughs> oh, no. well, well, that's not a problem because I don't have Here's the thing. Every, <laughs> most of the tech answers that I'm, I'm not saying everyone, but like the Jason knows his shit. You'll get good answers on what you need. Yeah, this is like, great. This is great. And, for and like, like most things that a professional will buy for their work, you generally get what you pay for and the more money you can spend, the better, you know? Uh, I know that Ampere eyeball, and it's a good one, but let me tell you, right now on my card, I have that uh, uh, Samsung uh, I'm looking at that's even gooder than I've in my life. 
Yo. So, yeah, what's Sorry. the story? Yeah, I'm this excited about it. So I use this sucker. This thing's amazing. Um, so it can hear you out there in the wind. Yeah, so the beautiful thing is it won't even pick up the wind, but it'll pick up your voice. Really? Yeah, because it's just a really good mic. It's a little bit pricey, but... And what is a little so bit pricey? Can, so... Because a minute ago, 500 bucks was cheap. So what's... About, about, <laughs> about, about 800 I told you. Oh, I told man. you. It was gonna, that was so my guesstimate. You can clip it here. I mean... <laughs> so I got to pay 800 bucks for it to hear me. Is that Australian or American? That's Australian. So it'll be like about 600 bucks for you guys. So if I so, go yeah, so it sits here. So it sits here. This thing clips onto your belt, which is obviously great news. Um, and then this one here goes into your amp. So it's all wireless and beautiful, which is great. So you get to uh, you get the freedom of movement. You don't have this stupid thing on yeah. your face. And then also, also, I turn there's a there's a settings in this. I don't know if you can see this. Hang on. The chow. So it's going to focus on that. Yeah, and that's nice. So if I click here, you can see there's a sensitivity, right? Ooh. I can change that sensitivity up or down, and that's Ooh. obviously going to affect how much this picks up. And how important so, is the microphone itself? Is that issued with, it comes uh, with transmitter? It. Yeah, it comes with it. Yeah, it comes with it. Have you felt yeah. or ever needed to replace that piece? So this, is, this one here is my second one mm -hmm. in 10 years. Wow. And for a street performer, and, uh, that speaks volumes. That, and the yeah. other one, the other one still works. Wow, the other one still works just fine. This okay, is just then. the newer model, and I just Ooh. wanted to upgrade because I'm a fucking fiend. Wow. So, now we know. So, and the beautiful thing about it is, like I was saying, I don't know about, I don't know if it's the same for you there, Jim, but it's all well and good to be have like a crystal clear mic, you know, and have that nice crystal clear, you know. Yeah. And I, I kind of like that organic feel of being like, hey. Watch me. You know what I mean? Yeah, the when emotion. That, yeah, it's that not. Crystal clear mic, it'll it'll sound real wrong, right? It won't sound See, correct. Without the without an amp, they feel all the emotion and the inflection and everything is there. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, but but uh, and they feel it. But uh, uh, but but here's but here's the strength of an amp, is that <laughs> it sounds professional, you know. And so uh, if you're working like I work in a lot of real rough areas. And people yeah. are scared. Can you not hear me? Am I too loud? No, we can no. Hear you. no, we're joking. I'm making oh. bad jokes, Jim. Just keep okay, talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm new. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, anyway. you're brand new. This is brand spanking new for you. Yeah, I'm probably going to make some major faux pas. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, I learned to use my diaphragm. Yeah. Uh, so that I could uh, uh, project. So uh, I've actually had uh, police come up to me and say, hey, you need, you know, that amp, you got to turn that down. I said, I don't have an amp. And they look and there's a little bag sitting on the ground <laughs> or I'm care I'm wearing a little bag and they're looking around. and I'm going, I have no amp. Really surprised right. me that you were yeah. switching to an amp. When you said you were doing that, I was like, whoa. All right, but I do understand so I the reasoning, especially as you get older. It's, uh, it's I want an energy to, drain. I want him to come up to the table now, mm -hmm. right, and let the amp uh, attract them over to the. I want to do close. I want to do more close up parlor, uh, you know, or whatever. Uh, I just the reason is is because it takes a lot of energy. Remember, remember, I didn't have an amp and I didn't have a table and I didn't have a lot of flash out there. I had like a sign, 
little sign. That's my whole flash. Sometimes I lay a rope out, right? I lay a rope out. Yeah. So I really got to bounce around like a monkey to get people's attention. I have to do a lot more work to get them to, to, to see that something is going on over here, right? So I used to use the old whack the stick method, you know? Well, I would do that all day long, but I, mean, I, I had a table yeah. and you hear him me. whining, but yeah, you give Jimmy a eight inch piece of wood in two minutes and he'll have 50, 60 people out there every time. Look at another thing my teacher sent me. <laughs> That's it. Look at his little stick. Yeah. This was the one he sent me and I cut the other end off. Cut it. it was too big. Yeah. This <laughs> one's nine inches. I do have a six incher up there. I'm thinking about getting these tell, uh, tell, what do you call Tell something, something wands. <laughs> it's uh, not the size. He's going to be using toothpicks by 2024. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. I find uh, amplified, amplified performers, though, versus non-amplified performers, the ones that use amps are usually real soft. What? You know, like, so people that use amps methodically, like they just use amps all the time, they're real soft performers. Like as soon as their amp dies in battery or something, they pack up and they go home. Or Oh, no, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to me. So I spent the first six years of my busking career never used an amp. Yeah, I think you're going to hate it, Jimmy. I think you're going to hate it. What I, what I would say, I mean, I'm doing this. I'm calling this new thing, this table act, my retirement plant program, right? I mean, if you yeah. look at Gazo, what is he doing? He's doing the Sit, same thing. He's not doing down. it. He's Have you seen him lately? Yeah, he yeah. sits down on a fucking bar stool and yeah. does a card to lemon. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> what he does. That's what it's he, amazing. Hey, bravo, it's sir. amazing. Bravo. I, I no, respect amazing. it. I watched it 15 times saying to myself, yeah. this man is a genius. <laughs> so I'm going just, that route. Just, just the culmination of his like, you know, 40 plus years street performing comedian. Right. Exactly. Puts, puts that together and does one card trick. It, and then exactly. uh, oh, and, and also the store the stall goes up his ass, which is it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the moment, really, beyond uh, his that's, comedy. That's it's very that. funny. It's but a very I'm funny moment. things in a lemon. But I would say for a young person, no. I would say I would say go get it. If I if I if I if I could go back 20, 30 years, I would do the same thing I did before. I would go no amp and yeah. I would go I, I would just go, you know, just Rambo it. You know what I mean? And I think that uh the, go towards the suffering. Because if you can learn how to project your voice and your amp breaks, it doesn't matter. That's that's it, good it, advice it, actually and yeah. a hard advice to take, but yeah, nobody you yeah. Suffering need to doesn't learn sell. that if you're going to be a busker because the suffering is inevitable. Coaching. Suffering yeah. doesn't sell, but it's it's a reality. Another thing is if you can't learn to do a show with just a one coin and a playing card, one playing, Wayne playing, you know, you know what I mean? Go. So if because if something happens like me without the rope, man, I'd feel lost, but I could do a show. But my rope is my moneymaker, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, That's, yeah. It's like my cups and balls. So, but, but I, but, so I go out there and I do a show with some coins and a stick and, uh, and I try and make some money, you know, deck of cards and go towards the suffering. If I was, like I said, if, if my, my advice to young people would be to, to, uh, to try and do the hard thing. And then when it's easy, you're a rock star, you know, uh, yeah, if yeah. you can stop them on a That's dead flowing. street with a, with a, with a stick, you know, on a dead street with a stick. When the festival comes, you're gonna be you're gonna be a rock star because you're gonna you're gonna know what works, 
Because yep. if it fails, it won't work on a dead street. <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you, I've seen you make money on days and times where yeah. no one else can do a thing because you practice what you preach. You know, it'll be a Tuesday. There's three people in Jackson Square, yeah. but you have a crowd of 12 going on, you know, and it's your third show of the day. Yeah. Or it's it's 830 in the morning on a Sunday and you got 50 people in front of the church. You know, I got to tell you, I don't feel like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, but well, look, you're getting old. You're getting old and you smoke your whole day, life. How, old, how old are you now there, Jimmy? I'm 54, but it's 54 straight years. I used to be a punk rocker, man. But when I was We got Dwayne Andrew, man. Do you remember old man Duck? You know Dwayne, Jimmy? Which Dwayne? Duck. Cups and bulls. Oh, Dwayne Andrew. Yeah, me and yeah. Dwayne. Yeah, he did a medicine show. Yeah, I know. He's in Australia. Yeah, yeah he lives friend. in Melbourne now. Lives in Melbourne. Yeah, he's a good yeah. guy. He is he's a, good a really guy. good guy. Yeah. Who's, who's kind, your all-time favorite man. street performer, Jimmy? Who, me? Mar, yeah, who's your all-time favorite <laughs> besides Jason Marr? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like Jason. <laughs> that is Jason. That's what blew my mind because you're like, you got to check out this guy, Jason. And I didn't know the name, but right. I knew your face. So every yeah, time right. I would go through, I'd stop and watch you work the street, right? And, and, uh, <laughs> and then you said that. And I went there and I went, could it be? Oh my gosh, it's like I've been watching, you know. <laughs> so I was kind of excited that you were gonna be on the on the thing here. So I get to meet I was it's big good. And I always say that, like when I met um Grendel, yeah, I don't know if you know who that is, but when I met Grendel and and and, and uh and Bascom Oddity, you know, and, and people are like, Who are these people? And, you know, like Paul in London, you know, I met Paul in London, I met uh, Gary Animal. When I meet these people, oh, yeah. like, these are the rock stars to me. You know these James Hessler, Jim? Did you meet him? Who? Uh, James Hessler. Hessler, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. I like. Yeah, I like he is. Hessler. Yeah, Hessler was my mentor. James Hessler is a great, great yeah. suit former. He's a great. He's a, great, and he's a very stand-up guy. He's a good man. He's a very good man. He very intelligent. Man. Yeah, and very James, skilled. Uh, James, it was summed up to me. Uh, it was summed up to me James's personality. He's the kind of guy that just wants to see the best of the world and then gets disappointed when it doesn't <laughs> come to yeah. be. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's like the sweetest guy, but then he'll pout a lot. He'll be like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I love it, Joe. Oh, yeah, he's it. funny. He's very funny. And, and it, I don't know if he still has it, but I saw him years ago in London and he had a scooter. And on that scooter, he had a, a tray jack stand that folded into a square. And then he had a table that folded in the same size square, and he strapped that with bungees on the back of his scooter, and he would drive. That was his rig. How crazy is that? Uh, right? I, used to, I, I, yeah, I used to have a trolley uh, back in the, uh, nowadays. So pushes yeah. the old cart, you know, comes out with a bag, like leather bag stretched over the table, and just wheels it out. <laughs> yeah. St standard cross legged table. You know, yeah, like Sir, Sergio Barros is a similar thing, but he uses the big trunk case. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I, love, I, I like I like uh, uh, Charlie Caper. I worked with Charlie. Uh, now there's he's, a great one. Yeah, he's a, he's a robotics engineer now. Well, it makes yeah. He was always destined for great things. We knew that. All of us knew that when we worked with him on. Yeah, uh, so many street performers are. It's such a great learning yeah. ground to develop an art and. Hey, yeah, he, there's uh, some wonderful, great, great acts that never do anything but that. If, if, I should tell this story. If you, you, you all heard of Dynamo, yeah? Dynamo? Yes, uh, yes. 
Well, when I first met Dynamo, he would work not on even not on uh, Bob, Bob Reed's, uh, not on the Magician's Corner. He worked up James Street. What yeah, meaning the main pitch, right? Do you, well, no, no, no. Do you know you know where the you know if, if you have you been to London? Have you worked that yeah, corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. if you go up away from Covent Garden up James Street, you know that you're going more and more close up, right? It, yeah. because oh, right, right. You understand what I mean? Like the, if you go down on the pitch there on on the ma Magic Corner, that's that's like a half circle pitch. Then there's St. Paul's, which is the circle shows, right? Yeah. Okay. But if you go further up James Street, you're, the street is narrow and narrower, so it's more close up. Well, he worked no table, nothing. All he had was a deck of cards, and he would moonwalk. He would do this little moonwalk thing and do his card tricks all close up for three or four people. And right. everybody in Covent Garden said he was the greatest uh, uh, uh Magician had the best chops in Covent Garden. He was, he'd say all these amazing things about this guy, right? Go on and on. And I would work next to him because I liked, I always did sidewalks. So I'd work up there or I'd, or the big show for me would be, I would work on the magic uh, corner. I only did a couple of shows in front of St. Paul ever, but mostly it was either on, anyway. So he gets famous. I don't know, Snoop Dogg or somebody signs him. And uh, he gets a TV show. He comes back, and they all treat him like garbage. They say, "Oh, he's the worst magician." I said, "Wait, uh, right. last year you said that he was like, <laughs> and now right. he, yeah, he's like envious, envious." Right, and I said, "He's yeah. one of you. You're, he's one of you. He's English, man. You all should get like behind him." And then he came up to me one day, and he says, "I've been here all day. Listen to this. I've been here all day, searching for magicians to go on my show." I want to help them. I want to get because they helped me. I did what they they I did what they told me to do, and I and I got rewarded for it. And now none of them like me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I tried to get them to come on my show, but they won't go on my show. Ticket. <laughs> yeah, he comes back for them to make them rich and famous, and they're so envious and uptight Arrogant. about it that they Arrogant. snuffed him right. And so I said, "Man, I'm so sorry." And he goes, that's all right. And so, we went, so, and then I now I tell people I I knew Dynamo, and they're like, you don't know that guy's a millionaire. He's he's a world famous bitch. You're just some guy on the street, you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Man, it's uh, yeah, it is interesting. Josh, uh, Josh played mini golf with him in uh, in Australia here, and uh, said that his chops were some next level stuff too. Like apparently he could do a muscle pass from a flat hand. Which, in my wow. opinion, which in my opinion wow. is insane, and it doesn't yeah. sound believable. But at the same yeah. time, I'd believe it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A flat hand, man. Imagine that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is he had chops. I mean, with the cards, anyway. I remember with the cards. Uh, I remember a guy out there doing magic six, eight hours a day, every day, days on end. He's good. How's that happen? <laughs> <laughs> but what was so funny is that was his rig. You're looking yeah. at his rig. That is, oh, excuse me. Look, I, he had confident. a baseball cap. I'm confident I make a living with this now. I go out there with this and this wallet. I guess I need this, and that's all I need. Yeah. Everything else is gravy. I actually yeah. wrote a show as well using just the deck of cards, specifically for the reasons you were talking about. Mm -hmm. I have a few different shows. The cups and balls is my go-to. I would say I love your cups and balls, sir. And that's <laughs> that's, uh, that's what that's why I was watching you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cups and Balls is my bread and butter, uh, but then I have like I have two other shows. One's a chop cup routine, and then the other one is just pure deck of cards. That's it, nothing else. Um, so, yeah, it's good. Pure deck of cards can be fun. 
That's no table. Your, your cups and balls blowing up on the reels this week, or it was like. Oh uh, no, that was just a random video. Yeah, that right. Someone took of me while I was doing shows at Darling Harbour. Million views there doing the cups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's just so funny how how like uh, uh, prominent we are on the internet these days, right? Like, look, I, I shared a clip with Jimmy. My my views are not stellar, but I put a him a clip of him street performing, and I'm telling him put your street stuff up there, and that clip gets five times the views of anything I posted in the last week or two. I did see that clip. It did pop up on my on my feed. So. And, look, and th when I filmed that clip, I did not post it originally because I thought that clip was not of uh, value. But it's the only recent yeah, clip that I have of Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy's this. Jimmy's the creator of the uh, flip stick in the hat. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I think I am right. I, I have yeah. else, but that, you know how I, you know, how I know this. Somebody you know had to this? do it. How uh, do you know we, that? We, we had this uh, lovely young lady. What's her name? Alex. I don't remember her last name, but do you remember oh, Alex? Oh yeah, Alex awesome, Fisher. awesome. By the way, she's doing really well. But her and I, our first, our first real encounter was that she did the a flip stick and then pulled it out of the hat, and I was like, "Oh, it's pretty cool." And then one one of my videos later on, I also did a flip stick and pulled That's it out of right. my hat, and she got really mad at me because it's like she thought I stole it from her, and then I was like, "No, that can't be right. I swear I've seen it somewhere before." And sure enough, yeah, 14 years ago, Jimmy, no, it'd be 15 now. 15 years ago, Jimmy talks a lot, a video on YouTube, Jimmy making a stick disappear and pulling it out of a hat. <laughs> Jimmy the OG. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> that's it, Jimmy the OG. That's, that's why I know that if you put your mind to this, you could do this. Because back in the day, you're living in San Antonio, what, you were doing family shows and you had a magic shop. It was all this. Yeah. You had an interest in filming your original creative material. And you yeah. did a pretty good catalog of this. It's not the best footage, right? It's not the best camera. It's not the best scenery. But you have this drive to capture the footage and put it out there. If you capture that drive again, you'll be successful. I have, I've been uh, working on it. I have a keyless ring routine. Mm -hmm. uh, and also... Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. Well, You're a creator. You just create and you just keep doing that. I got a ton of routines that I've created. Yeah, uh, and you can were, keep doing that. So you just do that you know, if you want, you know another, if you like it. You know, another big secret to content creation is if you can't be bothered making up new routines all the time, don't create, just document. So when you go out and street perform, just film your street performances. Wow. Those, those random people reacting oh, will Bobby. be already amazing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, don't create, just document. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys but, you guys are awesome. That's what I, I, I want to do it because... Yeah, it would. It it just the it like I said. I'm getting older. It's hard for me to to travel around and do the stuff that I used to do. So I'm I'm just gonna. I mean, I still got it. I want a street perform. That's never gonna stop. You know, uh, yeah. and so uh, I've always thought. I, I hope I die on the sidewalk. <laughs> but yeah, but I want to go out that Chalini. way. Yeah, get a Jim Chalini yeah. man. Busk all day. Go to sleep and yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, that's the way to go. Yeah. Some people want to do that. Gazo chooses that lifestyle. Yeah. He doesn't have to do that. The he ideal scenario for Gazo would be busking every single day and then one day just waking up dead. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The last thing he did was busk and then went to sleep going so on. It's the best. Day. When it, yeah. It's the best performance there when, when i mean it's hard, right? Yeah. When it's tough, it's tough. But when it's good, there's nothing it, better. There's nothing like it. Nothing. There's like nothing it. like it. Uh, me and me and uh, Eric Evans used to say, 
uh, our lives are in disarray. The only time the universe is perfect is in that good show. You know, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's like, when the show is right, the universe is right. You know, and finally my head works properly. You know, I'm not, I'm not the, like I said, I've always been sort of a malcontent or something. Like I said, when I was a kid, I was a punk rocker. I lived under a bridge for a number of years, you know, and uh, I traveled around hitchhiking and squatting and all that stuff. And uh, so I've, I've always been sort of, you know, so, so, so street performer was almost going normal for me. You know, it was almost, I think, uh, it really is a know, perfect I can say that uh, over the years, street performing just led to friendships that you just can't get anywhere Man, else. Let me tell you, people, yeah. people that understand you on a level. I mean, you'll meet and you'll meet someone you've never met before, but you might have heard of them, and you're instantly buds, having a beer and chilling and mm -hmm. chatting. And it's just because you get it, you get each other. In fact, my yeah. wife is a street performer too, Jim. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, she's a street performer too. She wasn't when we first met, but now she is. Yeah, she does it full time. So, pretty lucky there. Yeah. You know what I noticed too is that us magician street performers hang out with all kinds of other entertainers. And yeah, we don't we don't stick to one niche. Right? Know. Isn't that weird? Because like if you, you meet a lot of magicians and they usually have magician friends. Right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, I actually found because of street performing, I hung out with very few magicians unless they yeah. were, that's unless like they were street performers. Yeah. <laughs> Paul yeah, I found it really hard to want to hang out with them when they're like, oh, come to the magic club. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I might, might give that a miss. <laughs> might give the magic club a miss, if I'm honest. Yeah. The Never magic. really a fan. I was, you know? I was, that was on my radar just earlier today. I was falling rubber band tricks. A single strand of band, baby. Look at that. You got to grab the ends, you loop them around the band, and then when you blow, it restores. <laughs> do, do the uh, if you do it still the Justin Miller one. Oh, uh, the ring, the ring. And no, band. no, just with the knot. Okay, okay yeah, 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 sure, sure. This one. Um, all right, you ready? So you got to take the ends, tie them off. This is a great yeah. trick if this your rubber the, band breaks for real. You do this. This is the only way to restore a rubber band. You tie the ends together, <laughs> but then you have this ugly looking little knot here, right? You don't really want that so you could either break the band to open her up where you can grab the knot and you pull and you get those little ends to come on <laughs> and then if you you obviously can't have that though so what you do is you just place them right there and they restore back to again oh it's science, it's science. <laughs> <laughs> science straight up facts maybe <laughs> do you do any rubber band magic, Jimmy? You do any elastic? <laughs> crazy handcuffs I could do. That's a, yeah, I right. think I can remember that. <laughs> still the best trick. Still the best rubber band trick, in my opinion. Crazy. Yeah, band. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I still do that one all the time. Kills. Put it in their hands, get them to hold them, and then it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what else is in the cards for you, Jim? You'll be posting a lot of uh, content soon, huh? Tricks every day, and yeah, I'm gonna. That, I, that's the goal. The goal is I'm gonna start doing like kind of what you guys do. I'm gonna do what you guys do, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be one of you guys now. Uh, I, think, I urge you. I just think to you go guys outside, are the Join Turn the, uh, the camera on and watch for the people's reactions. That is that's your. Oh, I got the tripod for that. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Join so I'm the, gonna uh, have my the chat group, man. We always share, you know, we're always talking about ideas and stuff. I'm going to build a studio for in here and I'm going to do routines. And hopefully I'm going to be able to buy somebody. I'm going to get my wholesale license or whatever. And I'll, 
and I'll get put these things together so that I can market them. But I'm going to make routines that they can watch. Uh, and then I'm also going to go do those routines to prove that they work on the street. I'm going to go out to the street Smart. and do them out there. Yeah. But I'm also just going to do street shows out there and uh, film those. And, and I'm just like I said, I'm just going to do what you guys do. And uh, yeah. It looks like you got people who want to be your fans already. Uh, does Jimmy have an Instagram or a YouTube channel? No, I got to get an Instagram. I do have a Facebook and a YouTube. You don't what have is that? Instagram? Is that just Jimmy talks a lot? No, I'm going to get one. Uh, Man, Nolan, that, that, my son's got one. That's got to be a priority. What would yeah, you call it? That's what Jimmy my son talks a lot? <laughs> he told me it's a priority. Yeah, I think it's the hottest platform right now. I really do. In my experience, I'm posting on all of them. Instagram, for magic in particular. Yeah, Instagram's Instagram's going well at the moment. Yeah. Instagram re Instagram rewards good videos and good performers, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the, the audience seems to have enough of an attention span to watch your stuff. If it's quality, if it's not quality, it's not going to get shown. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, you man, know, like you on TikTok, you try to get followers. someone to watch for 10 seconds. If it's not rocking their mind the entire time, they're going to scroll. Oh, oh, wow. And that's fine. I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about, Doug. I never yeah, have right. that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you've sold your soul to Beezlebub no, or you have. I don't, know. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Every time I post, it's always perfection. I'm going to buy a wig and see how my content goes. <laughs> <laughs> I've always believed the ball and vase would be gold. It's funny that you say that because I do the ball and vase. Do you? Quite, yeah, I love I that trick. Quite religiously, in fact. I, I um, love that trick. It's, I would Your say it's, routine uh, is fire. You tr you uh, morph it into a multiplying ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I change the color from like red to white, and then it's like I'm producing like all the multiplying balls, and then it ends with like a production of like six and balls altogether. And you do the flipstick in it. You have a, and you I do have the a ball flip, and vase that has I a I do hole the flipstick, and then I pull it out of the vase. Yeah, yeah. I got a whole routine. Where is that at? Where, is that online? Yeah. I go see that? It is online. online. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up for you. Yeah. Yeah, let's watch that. Yeah, let's watch that. <laughs> I don't think you'll it's be able to hear it, though. That's the issue if we watch it on this. We could do songs. We can sing a TikTok song <laughs> over the performance. Oh, what the heck? One of my videos got a community guidelines violation. Ooh, which one? I don't know. It's Drama. It's not Why would you do anything that would make them mad? What? Well, they, they don't get mad like magic. Fire. It's dangerous <laughs> to get mad. I don't know. Just on the computer, though, not on anything else. <laughs> you, rebel. you know, it's weird, it's actually. I know which tricks. routine it is. I think the answer to that question before, Dusty Campbell. I think He's I like favorite? Dusty Campbell. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All-time favorite, Dusty Campbell. I don't, I don't know about all uh, – my, my recent – I mean, you already mentioned favorite. Charlie Caper. Well, Charlie Caper is 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 amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And I'm not arguing Dusty Campbell. In fact, he's one of the finest humans I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I like. Especially I like, if you, if you're in a fight. <laughs> you yeah, like, definitely skills. want him on your side. Yeah, uh, yeah. I get. But you what? Nobody. That's what's really scary about that guy is, is if you don't know that about him, you would never guess that about yeah, him. Yeah, right. And you might get yeah. yourself into a lot. Yeah, I of never feel safer than when I'm hanging out with Ken. Because <laughs> he is the most silly, yeah. goofy, harmless-looking guy. Love, love me some dust. That you ever met, like, you yeah. know. Just, uh, yeah. oh, oh, right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
I don't think you'll be able to hear it though, but you'll be able to see it. Still. Make make it the big screen, Jason. However, that magic. Yeah, works. I'm trying to figure that one out. Yeah, that's a winner. And baby. That's like, yeah. it's like a cups and balls routine almost. It's like that's how, our manipulation. That's how it should be done. I got these yeah. this week, Jay. Oh, right, they're, they're the ones I use. Hey, how good I are they? I, they I bought the Bon right? Lee balls and I was not happy with the Bon Lee product. I thought the shell was thick. So I no, got but these those instead. ones. Those ones are the one I use. What size are they? 1.75 or one. Oh, those are, those are perfect. Yeah, for yeah, me. That's what I, I used to. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great ball. Yeah, yeah. What what's the company? It's JL Lucas, I think is the name of it. Jason recommended it to me and happily Murphy's got them in stock last week. Ooh. I, I oh, ordered an extra set. Did you now? It'll be in my hands this week. I use only the finest bowls. <laughs> I was really happy. I've been looking for a good set for a while, and the Bon Lee set was really close. And it did come with two shells and four balls. It was a pretty good value set, but these are a better, you know, having a thinner shell means a lot in my brain. Yeah. yeah it, doesn't, it doesn't hit as hard when you can tell that there's a half bowl involved, you know? Yeah. I like, uh, yeah, I like those ones a lot because you can just, uh, firstly, they feel super easy to manipulate, move around and stuff. But also, they what I ordered today to was them. the JL Silk to Ball. Have you seen this thing? You're holding a handkerchief and it just goes not, zip and it's a ball. I, I want sure that I want a new one too. Is it good? You like it? Do you have one, Jason? No, but I assume you ordered me one too, right? <laughs> I just I just ordered one. If I've never oh, had one, come on, it's not bro. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Trust the magic community to produce a good product? I'm not gonna order three of anything if I've never <laughs> held it in my hand. Are you gonna trust the magic community? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just got in the mail today. Wiser there, words have never been said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jason. Go ahead. Yeah, that's good. No, I agree. Wiser words have never been said. The magic community. These days, they just produce high-octane crap. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, holy yeah, crap. Really do. It's price the amount of magic past. I've seen that comes out, they're like, oh, this new visual thing, and then you get it, and it's like the most garbage piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and then they take it off to the club to show all the club guys. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's funny? This right here, have you seen this trick? It's not going to look a great good on piece. camera. It's not going to look good on camera. You show it Jimmy what this is. He, I bet he hasn't seen this thing. Uh, Jason, Jason, Yo. what? Where'd you? Whose whose ball vase was that? Uh, so I got that from a magic shop in Japan. I actually don't know whose it is. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay. Yeah, nice, nice wood Look one. What right. this oh, you gonna do Ring on Spring for me now? Oh, have you seen Ring on Spring? I've seen he's the a, little two dollar, one dollar version. That's what I mean. That's all <laughs> this is. That's all that this is. But they do it as a magic trick now, where it's like a, a linking. Like a well, ring me. on spring. I used right? to do that. Let me see if you do the same thing. Uh, I, I always turn like this so I can show it like it looks like this. So like obviously if I have it here, it looks like it's linked, but it's not, right? Obviously, it's not linked. Yeah. Right. But if you look at it from it's all about perspective. If you look at it from this angle, it kind of looks like it's linked, and then it actually is linked, and you can't actually get that off. <laughs> right? It actually is linked. But like, yeah, it's not a it's not a good camera trick, but it is like uh it is a good yeah, trick. It's like general. here's what I think thought you'd appreciate is this prop. Instead of being a rinky dink, you know, piece That's of what I like thing, about it's it. got some meat to it. You know the, what I saw I, today on a demo, a guy linked it linear so he had he had like the tube going one way and the ring coming in sideways so it went like horizontally into it 
So, so yeah, listen, yeah. listen, I used to do that trick, what you did. And, but I would also carry, uh, you know, the pyramid puzzle, the two-piece pyramid puzzle? I'd get, get them in wood, right? The real nice ones. And maybe mm-hmm. get two, three more other pieces to mess with them, right? And then I would also get, you know, the two nails that are bent around each other? Uh, like yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I would do it so quick. I could do it like linking rings. I'd go, i connect them and unconnect them, and they give it to them. Take it back, link it, and then give it back, and then back. And then uh, I glued them. So, <laughs> and you say, here, I think Which they're stuck. Glued, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you do the pyramid and then add the extra piece? Yeah, I would add the extra piece on the pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. You make it with two pieces and you put three on the table. Yeah, and I'd say, well, you know how this really works? There's three pieces. And I would give it to them. And then they would then they would be fiddling with three pieces. And I go, you know how this really works? There's actually four pieces. And then they'd be fiddling when I say, you know how this really works? There's actually five pieces. <laughs> <laughs> keep giving a piece it's how they would finally get what i was you know that reminds me of the squeaker ball yeah you know you know yeah. the squeaker ball <laughs> nah just kidding yeah man. then you give them the fake squeaker <laughs> oh yeah yeah the uh, thing, yeah. yeah i used to love that one that's what funny is <laughs> you know another good one was the uh you know you blow up the balloon james hesley do this all the time you blow up the balloon and then you go <laughs> And then it goes yeah. flat and it's still like oh yeah yeah and he's like using the squeaker yeah doesn't nico that use that. that in his act jimmy nico doesn't doesn't do any balloons uh, Nick, Nick nico does. maho oh nico oh. maho oh yeah probably i know nick I he does, does right to do it but he got oh, it, no, it was dante did it dante did it and that's probably act. where he got it from dante yeah, dante did it <laughs> that's a good stuff dante yeah. now there there is a great one you want to talk about some of the greats of all time? Sure. Yeah, I was talking about him to Sharon. I said he was like the next Cellini. Yeah, he just, he quit the, a, just uh, I don't know. What is he doing now? He's playing ukulele. I don't know what he's doing. Some kind of music. Jimmy, have you met Samuel that. King yet? You had a chance huh? to meet Sammy King? Huh? Sammy King? Sammy King. Sammy Showtime. Oh, that I've heard Sammy Showtime. Who's that? Yeah, he's a... He's a young fella, um, street performer, but I reckon that he's like he reminds me of Charlie Caper in what in the way that he like rigs up these real intent. You know, do you remember his uh, bow tie routine, Charlie Caper's bow tie routine with the cup and all that yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah. So he's got sort of similar like a mental process where he takes a string off his hat. He wears like a real patchy outfit, you know, with like patches on it, and he takes his hat off and he pulls a string off, and then he does the gypsy thread. Right, great routine, perfect for street street shows. But then afterwards, he goes, "You know how I do that trick? I'm actually just the world's fastest crocheter. Check this out!" And he holds the string like all the way down to the floor, and it just goes zip and turns into a little teddy bear. Zip, and it's a little bear, and then he just puts it in his pocket, and it sits there. It's fucking awesome. It's such well, a good routine. Where you saw him in Australia? He's from Australia. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He also came up with, uh, you know, how everyone's doing that lollipop trick at the moment, where they like. Uh, they have the, the stick and then they put this lolly on there and then it turns into a wrapped lolly. Well, he was doing that first and he was doing it with a piece of gum that was on the bottom of his shoe. And halfway through his performance, he'd be like, oh, geez, I stepped in some gum and he'd pull off this bit of gum and he's like, uh, here you go, kid, candy. I obviously don't want it. And he goes, all right, make it into a ball and put it on a stick. And then he's like, there you go. <laughs> no, still no. And then boom, turn it into a lollipop and then turn, give it to the kid. And it was a really nice, uh, it's a really nice moment because it felt so organic. It didn't feel like, uh, you know, like oh, I'm going to do the next act of my show now. It felt like he stepped in gum and, was, and then it turned into magic. So there was that. He comes up with good stuff. 
Anyway, yeah, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good story. I can help this guy. Take her, I got you, man. Here's what you're going to want to do. You're going to go to conjure.com, and you're going to look for these. Oh, I got this. You're going to get one of these things, all right? And then you put it in your face. If you want, you make a little. You make yeah, a that light does snack, answer that. Light snack. Then make it lightheaded, and then you just. Ah, yeah. Tigger T, that would that would solve the problem. You're there you that, go. that would fix it. That's what first, you need. It's a first world problem, and I have the solution. At yeah, yeah that solved that problem. That answered that question right there. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was because see, I go in and out. I'm okay. So I originally way back in the beginning of the show, that's what I wanted to say. That I would I went out and I did. I worked like Doug does. Doug Doug works different than than I do, and so. But this weekend I went out. Remember, you asked me how it was this weekend, right? I I slayed him. Oh yeah, you I didn't did what you did. Store. You killed it. I killed him doing it your style though. Mm -hmm. So I had the table and I just did kind of like what do you say, improv magic, and I would just kind of do whatever, and I was slaying him, and I, I was I was terrified too because I was thinking I'm not going to make any money at this doing it this way, you know. You made I was more bigger money. tips is what happened. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. That's that's what happened in New Orleans when you remember when I would I killed myself for like four or five hours, and you had made way more money than me. And you no, not, not, no, you generally. Oh were yeah, it was that day. Yeah, it was that but day. I sure the fuck wasn't working as hard. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't working. Not as hard. No. Let's right. yeah, go big kid. screen here. This kid, check this. Check this uh, little. Oh, he looks cool. I like I his rig. Say, this looks like I your like alley. Look at his rig. Yeah, he's good. But look at this. You ready? This is some of the stuff he comes up with. Oh, this is the guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, then. He's just li living a little, like, Peter Pan magic life over here. Wow. He's doing real magic. Yeah, he's doing real magic. Yeah, his stuff looks great, right? Wow. Okay, then. Yeah, see, this is the gypsy thread routine. Boom, gets the kids. He's doing gypsy open. thread out James. I don't know if you just saw that. Look. He's there. Look at the, look at this man here. Hey, look at that is. Is that there James? Is. That's James. 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 <laughs> ah. Small world, eh? Yeah. yeah he does the gypsy thread for the sh for a street show, which, in my opinion, is uh, really really good. No doubt, especially I believe, that, I believe right that's the, the fastest Whoa. crochet. The fastest Whoa. crochet. Did you see that? Look at this, Doug. Ready? Watch my string. Mm -hmm. Oh, the string just wound up, and then that yeah. popped out. Cool. Uh, turns into turns into a little bear, and he just what does. Is this, uh, what is this man's name? His name is Samuel King. Samuel or King. Sammy Showtime. Yeah, okay. He's just very, I've very heard good. Sammy Showtime, but I shouldn't. He's so young. How come I hurt? He's just he, uh, he's just very, very good. I, he's like a European performer. Yeah. So. He's from Australia, but he travels over to uh, England a lot. He spends most of his time in England to the point now where he has like an accent. <laughs> where does he go? He goes over to like England. Yeah, know? he looks like a European performer. Yeah. You, yeah, you have very... any desire to go back to the Europe, Jimmy? Or are you to. like not interested in traveling anymore? Oh, I, 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 I didn't want to leave Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, now, but do you want to go back? Like in this day and age, is this something that's in your brain? I'm I'm asking you. Well, as a I may friend. be going back. I I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know where I'm at. What, like I said, I'm getting older. I'm having kind of health issues and financial mm -hmm. stuff, and so. But I guess if if we get it together, yeah, I would like to go. Sure, I would love to go back to Europe. Yeah, yeah. 
I wanted to go. Yeah, I wanted to go. There's still a few places. I wanted to go to Australia. I wanted to go to Asia. And I wanted to go down to Argentina. Uh, the reason I go to Australia is I have uh, I wanted to, I wanted to meet Nick Nicholas. I, I heard I think he's still down there. Yeah, he's James on the James cruise ship there. now. Dwayne Andrews no, there? No, no, no. James James is in Scotland. Oh, he's in Scotland. Yeah, he, he went moved home, back. Huh? Yeah, he got sick of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, he got sent back. No, he sick just got it. sick of it. Just got tired of working in Australia. Why? Is it well, I mean, uh, Australia is. I would argue it's one of the toughest pitches. It's one of the toughest places to busk in the world. It's extremely difficult. Really? Mick Stone my, said that, we, Jimmy. We, I remember Mick going there and just suffering. Yeah. Who? Mick Stone, who is not great, but he's, oh, yeah. he's good enough. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not like other places in the world. Australia, firstly, our population is very small for the size of the country. It's like, you know, 30 million for a country that's like two times the size of America. Like. <laughs> And then, yeah. uh, and then on top of that, um, it's insufferably hot here. And uh, in oh, saying like that, that, though, in saying that, though, I've never had an issue with it. Like I always seem to do okay. And then, but then I find myself doing really well when I go abroad. You know what I mean? Like I, so yeah, I guess it's like you were saying, like lean towards the suffering. But yeah, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people that travel to Australia, they don't uh, have the same experience, obviously. Because they're coming from places like England where it's like free, right? Busking in England is just very free. Um, yeah, I loved Scotland, it. Scotland is very free. I don't know what America's like. I've never tried it, but I, I will. <laughs> We're supposed to be the land of the free. Yeah, yeah it's a free don't country. It's just real it, expensive. Right? Don't you believe it? Don't you believe it? It's a free country. It's just really expensive to live there. Yeah, nothing's free. Yeah, plus nothing's free. <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> I, like, I like i like spain i love spain when i was in spain I, I germany was probably one of the best places for me to work in ireland and right, whenever right, I, right. whenever i needed money i just went to london <laughs> I to go get money so I pretty much it's pretty much what most people do right it's like you want to get rich go to london <laughs> yeah right? you go to london. well you're yeah. right there you want to um in australia it's like if you want to have the best chance at, uh, at busking go to sydney that's where I live now. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. It's the, probably the best place to busk in Australia. Um, and then, uh, what is the other one? There's another place. Oh, yeah. If you ever want to busk in an Asian country, the best place to busk is Korea. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Have you been to Korea? They have literal no. spots where it's just like like these amphitheaters all lined up next to each other for buskers to go, and people just go there and see buskers. Wow. It's awesome. That's the way it should be everywhere. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like a whole street culture up there. That's a bit weird, though. You should see the performers. It's real strange. They have like these like boy band lip syncers that just all. Okay, new life goal. Go to Korea. Watch the weirdness. Go go and do it, man. Go eat the food. You know, try the food. It's got to be good, right? But anyway, we're at the we're at our lovely one hour mark. So, Mr. Jimmy, hey, let's talks. give Jimmy a chance to. You got anything you want to plug? What's your, what's your blog? What's your official blog? Jimmy, Jimmy talks a lot. Dot blog, blogspot.com. Yeah, what That's most easy. people do is they just Google Jimmy, Jimmy Talks a lot. There you go. And it's the first thing that comes up is my blog. All right. And I need to sell books. Please buy some books. <laughs> hey, <laughs> y'all buy my books. There's so many good lessons that a street performer teaches that apply to great magic in general. If you're not even interested in street performing, I can recommend any street performing text to better yourself as a performer. But 
Certainly I, I Jimmy's just, book. I, I just wrote uh, – uh, well, I have um, – well, I, I wrote one for character. That's what most of the students I got, they would want to learn about how, how do I get a character? You know, because the character does all. So I wrote the elusive hymn. Uh, recently, I wrote a book and I dedicated it to Diobo, uh, who recently passed away. Uh, and also uh, to Mark Beltram, who, uh, uh, lost yeah, who is my, so two students who went towards the suffering. And, and Mark uh, Belgium is a is an inspirational story. Yeah, so I dedicated it to both of them, and uh, uh, and uh, you find them on the blog, uh, Tigger. You can go to the blog and yeah, the stuff's for sale there. Are oh, you yeah. are you currently writing I got a bunch the blog? Of books is out. it updated regularly still at all or not? Semi regularly. Are you talking yeah. to me? Yeah, your blog is. You, are you still actively doing that? No, I'm going now. I'm going to be. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be because I'm going to be doing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do the magic, and then uh, and then I'm going to do uh, stuff on the blog. Yeah. That's the yeah. right move. Yeah. If, right. if, if, cool. Well, I look forward to seeing more of you on the uh, on the line. And no uh, doubt. Plus, look got, forward to the Jimmy Doug show coming to Your YouTube every Tuesday. And do some training. Are we going to do and, a show? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.